The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Price Picks. Go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And finally, we're also brought to you by the MMA Gambling Podcast, who have just launched their YouTube channel. To celebrate, we're giving away a MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can also follow them at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, you can also follow me on my other X account. It's the account where I tweet about all sports and also where I post my monthly profit and loss spreadsheet, my monthly PL. That is at LockBangX. That's at LockBangX. The profit and loss spreadsheet will always be posted there and it will remain as the pin tweet for the rest of the month until it's replaced by the following month at the moment because um, I want this weekend to go by because it's a very, very busy weekend. You can still see the month of September, which was hugely successful, good for £2,750. That's just shy of $3,500 in profit. That will be replaced after this midweek Champions League games with the month of October where we landed our 125th month in a row of Transparent Track Profit. If you want to do additional research, I encourage anyone to do further due diligence before they make any kind of commitment. You can see all of the old spreadsheets over at lockbetting.com, so you don't need to sift through the X account. You can see them over at lockbetting.com. And once you are happy, you can then sign up for the service. Or if you want long-term packages, just shoot me a DM on that X account or more information at Lockbang X. That's at Lockbang X. There are just uh, packages for additional podcasts. There are packages for just soccer picks or there are packages for all sports. And it's the all sports package that gets tracked transparently on the spreadsheet. When you have a look through my spreadsheets, one of the key things you should do is have a look how we impeccably manage a bankroll. It makes betting accessible for anybody with a disposable income. Now, if you don't have a disposable income, why are you gambling? This isn't going to be something that gets you out of debt or solves your problems. It's a hobby. And if you do have a disposable income, then I can turn your hobby into a profitable one, which in turn will make it more fun. As I said, if you want more information, just shoot me up a DM on the X account at LockBangX. That's at LockBangX. So moving on 
with this edition of the EPL show. The first game is actually Fulham versus Man United, but we don't talk about Man United here on the show. We talk about Manchester United over on Bet MUFC, and I do have a lot to say. I correctly tipped Newcastle to win that game. I correctly tipped up that my birthday would be ruined by this football club. And hopefully we can make you more money on whatever I think the outcome will be on the Manchester United game as Manchester United travel to Fulham for the 12.30 kickoff. That's covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. So we begin with the three o'clock kickoffs where the champions Manchester City are hosting Bournemouth. And obviously, they are the overwhelming favourites to win this game. They're priced up at 1 to 10, minus 1,000. It's 19 to 2 here on the draw. And Bournemouth are the 25 to 1 underdogs. Difficult to make any sort of case here for Bournemouth. This should be a very routine Manchester City win. They are looking ahead to midweek action in the Champions League, but they're well rested. They haven't played since the Manchester derby. They've had a full week off because Manchester City did not participate in the Carabao Cup. I see nothing but a convincing Manchester City win here, and I'm willing to even take them to cover a minus 2.5 Asian handicap line here at the price of even money plus 100. This is because... Bournemouth have conceded three times in three of the four away trips so far this season. And if they were to score a goal here, Man City scoring three wouldn't actually be enough to cash this selection. But Bournemouth were beaten to nil at home by both Tottenham and Arsenal, the top two in the league. And I expect City to keep a clean sheet en route to a routine victory here in this one as well. City have scored three times in their last two games and they can capitalise on a struggling Bournemouth who only picked up their first win of the season last weekend. Bournemouth lost 4-0 to Arsenal in September. And as I mentioned, have already lost to nil against the top two this season, who are currently Tottenham and Arsenal. I've mentioned that they've conceded three times in three of the four away trips this season. But what I haven't mentioned is the fact they have conceded 22 times across their last six visits to Manchester City. We keep being told that Areola is a front foot manager and he's going to bring this attacking style of football to Bournemouth. They're trying to do it. But at the moment, they are failing to implement it. And if they try to go down that route here against Man City, it's going to get relatively ugly. I think Manchester City could win this game by five or six if they want to. But I'm just going to be more conservative here. I think the minus 2.5 Asian handicap is well within their grasp. And we take that as our first selection here on the show at the price of even money plus 100. Up next, we jump across to the game between Brentford and West Ham. By the way, I know Manchester City is after Brentford versus West Ham in the alphabet, but I wanted to uh, talk about that straight away after the demolition job they did on Manchester United as we were talking about BetMUFC already. So I thought I'd link the two together and make it more of a segue and just talk about the Manchester City game off the bat. But we now will get back into the alphabetical order that we usually cover games in. And the next game here, therefore, is Brentford versus West Ham, where Brentford are the 21 to 20 home favourites. It's 13 to 5 on the draw and it's also 13 to 5 here on the Hammers. Brentford would have won this type of game last season, but they haven't been as solid at home. In fact, they haven't been anywhere near as good as last season so far this season. As for West Ham, they have had a significant dip as of late. 
And with Brentford's inconsistency and with West Ham's dip, despite the fact that they came back and won 3-0 or 3-1, sorry, against Arsenal in midweek, it's very, very difficult to make a play here. Both of these two teams are actually coming to this one with decent momentum. Despite the fact West Ham lost at home in the league last weekend to, to Everton, they did bounce back by beating Arsenal 3-1 in the Carabao Cup, whilst Brentford, they got a massive win away to Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. That's a third time in a a row they've won there and Chelsea actually came into that game with some quite solid momentum and were derailed by a very very good Thomas Frank game plan so with all that said very difficult to pick a side here but what we can take is the goals and I'm going to go for both teams to score here in this game it is juiced at four to six minus 150 but there is solid reasoning for that and when you look at the reasoning for the selection you could actually argue that the line should be shorter West Ham have seen both teams score in five of their last six games with that coming to an end last weekend while they average 1.6 goals per an away game in the league so far this season. So, so much for the boring David Moyes narrative. West Ham have been involved in some pretty exciting games so far and they're scoring and they're scoring away from home. As for Brentford, they have scored in each of their home games so far this season and have netted in all but one of their away games so far. So despite the fact they don't have Ivan Tony, this team are not struggling to score goals. So I think we've got solid data for a BTTS and that's what we're going to take here as our selection for the game. Both teams to score here in the London derby between Brentford and West Ham at a price of 46 minus 150. Before we move on to the other three o'clock kickoffs, let me take this quick pause here to tell you guys about price picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league here with price picks. It's a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So for example, let's let's use two major players here, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey. Let's say the combo line is 10.5 for three points made and reception. So if you took the over If LeBron James made three three three-pointers and Travis Kelsey had eight receptions, that would bring you on to 11 and therefore that would subsequently be a winning selection. With prize picks, you can also play alongside your favourite prize picks players like players like uh, Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz. You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names who are playing prize picks who are involved in the prize picks community every single week. Prize picks even offers a reboot policy. So the entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half, for example, and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform that gives you that injury insurance policy. So if that sounds good to you and you want to get involved, all you need to do is head over to 
pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use our promo code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. That's pricepicks.com slash SGPN and the code SGPN to get involved. Price picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Let me also utilize this pause to tell you guys about the MMA Gambling Podcast contest. The MMA Gambling Podcast has launched their YouTube channel. And in honor of that, we're giving away a MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Just head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry today. And make sure to subscribe to the MMA Gambling Podcast over on YouTube. Getting back to the EPL slate, we resume with those three o'clock kickoffs and we go back to the game here between Burnley and Crystal Palace, where Burnley are a two to one home dog here. It's 11 to five on the draw and it's six to four here on Crystal Palace. Burnley was supposed to be significantly better than this. Burnley was supposed to be the ones out of the trio who came up, who would have had a real chance of staying up. And I'm not saying they're going to 100% go down, but if there's ever a season where it looks like the bottom three or the or the three that, that came up could go straight back down and be in the bottom three, this looks like it could be the one. I cannot really make any case here for Burnley. They have been poor. They have not adjusted to the EPL whatsoever. And in any game against an established EPL opponent, it's almost an automatic pick on that opponent, even when it's a team like Crystal Palace who are really struggling in front of goal. Palace haven't lost to any side they faced currently outside of the top six and they have claimed victories at Sheffield United and they've also gone and won at Old Trafford. I think the Eagles here can take full advantage of a Burnley side who have lost eight of their 10 league games so far and each of their five home league games as well. So this place Ain't no fortress. Nobody's scared of going to Burnley because everybody so far has come here and won. I don't see any reason why things are going to change here. I'm going to take Crystal Palace to win the game, but I am going to give myself that push protection just in case this game does end up being a draw. I don't need to take Crystal Palace on the double chance market or anything. They're favourites to win the game anyway, so it would be too juiced. But I am going to take them here as a pick in the draw no bet market. Crystal Palace in the draw no bet market are available at 4 to 5 minus 125. This wins if Palace do what everybody's done so far at Burnley, which is win the game. And it pushes if you end up getting a draw here. You end up getting your money back. So I think that's a very solid play based on what I've seen from Burnley so far. They haven't done anything against established EPL teams and they do look like a very viable relegation candidate. And it's very possible that all three of the teams that came up could go straight back down to the championship come the end of the season. Up next, we talk about a team who 
should have been in that relegation mix. It looked like they would be at the start of the season, but they've come to life as Everton are no longer in the relegation conversation for most people based on their recent form. They've actually posted a higher XG this season so far than Manchester City. They've just not been able to convert. Had they converted more of those chances, this team could actually be just outside the European places. So that really does tell you that Everton aren't playing badly at all at the moment. And I think they're a live dog here in this game at home to Brighton, another team who are going to come here with a lot of attacking intent. Everton are the 23 to 10 underdogs. It's 11 to 4 on the draw. And the books have Brighton priced up here as the 11 to 10 favourites. I think that's too short here on Brighton. But given the data that we just analysed, I think goals has to be the way we go here for this game. But I do believe Everton are a live dog. I do believe Brighton are struggling a little bit with the um, European Premier League dichotomy, that Thursday-Sunday dichotomy. They go back to that this week because they play in the Europa League and they're far from certain to qualify from their group. So they do have some work to do. So they may have one eye on that, which may allow Everton to sneak out another win. But as I said, goals looks like the most likely way we should go here for this game. Goals at both ends has been a regular occurrence in Brighton's fixtures so far this season as both teams have now scored in 12 of their 14 games across all competitions. This Everton team have hit seven goals in their last three home fixtures. So for me, both teams to score has to be the way you go here for this game. Obviously, last season, you wouldn't be getting a price as short as this for BTTS. But the data does make does make this the right price. 8 to 13 is what we're getting on BTTS. But um, there's no need to shop around and try and add anything to this. You have strong, significant data and the line based on what we've seen should actually be shorter than minus 200. You should actually be looking at something along the lines of minus 220 here, given the fact that Brighton have seen that selection cash in 12 of the last 14 and Everton have become a much more attacking team so far this season, scored seven in the last three, have a higher XG than Manchester City and they will find the back of the net here against Brighton at Goodison at the weekend. So we're going to take both teams to score at a short price of 8-13. to 13. But quite frankly, when you look at the data and you look at the eye test as well, that price isn't short enough here for this game. And I'm certainly expecting the play to come through as a winner here for this one. Up next, we stay with the three o'clock kickoffs and it's the final game from the uh, from the three o'clock slate. It's Sheffield United at home to Wolves, where Wolves are an even money favourite away from home. It's 13 to five on the draw and it's 14 to five on Sheffield United. You probably could ask the question, should Wolves be an even money favourite away to anybody? And the answer would be yes. Everybody should be a significant favourite when they travel to Sheffield United. This team are absolutely woeful and I think they're going to lose again. And it wouldn't surprise me to see their manager shown the door as a result of this loss. It's been a hopeless start to the season. They've lost nine of the first 10 fixtures and they're certainly worth opposing here against Wolves who are on a four game unbeaten run. Both teams have scored in each of Wolves last eight fixtures. So Sheffield United could certainly make a contribution. 
but I don't think it will be any more than a consolation as I do think that Wolves will have enough to beat the Sheffield United team, hand them their 10th loss in the last 11 and it could subsequently result in their manager, Hickenbottom, being shown the door. So we're going to keep it simple here. Wolves on the money line at the price of even money plus 100 for this one. Up next, we move on to the 5.30 kickoff, which on any other weekend would be the game of the week in the EPL, the game of the weekend. But we do have Tottenham and Chelsea on Monday. So you would argue that this is a game between two Champions League teams, so it is more significant, whilst the other game between Tottenham and Chelsea are two teams who didn't even make it into Europe last season. So I would say this is probably the game of the week on paper, but there can certainly be an argument made for the other game as well, as Tottenham are currently the leaders in the EPL and there is a big London rivalry between Tottenham and Chelsea, two clubs who genuinely hate each other. But we'll talk about Newcastle Arsenal first, where Arsenal are the six to four favourites to go to St James's Park and beat a Newcastle team who are nine to five underdogs, and it's twenty three to ten here on the draw. Newcastle were able to significantly rest players en route to destroying and embarrassing Manchester United at Old Trafford in midweek. They now go into the draw for the quarterfinal of the Carabao Cup and come into this game with momentum. Arsenal also rested their starters, but the result was different for them. They were beaten 3-1 at West Ham. So they are looking for a bounce back here. But their main focus this season was always the Premier League. And therefore, it's not surprising that Mikel Arteta was unquestionably prioritising this weekend game against Newcastle in the EPL. But I don't think that guarantees a victory. There will be pressure on Arsenal to win this game after that exit because they have prioritised this game. But Newcastle is a very difficult place to go. There's a reason they won 11 home games last season and they are even stronger this season. They've taken the scalp of Paris Saint-Germain. They've been solid at home in the EPL. Only one defeat and that was somewhat of a fluke as Newcastle couldn't see the game out against 10-man Liverpool and Liverpool managed to get the victory due to two magical moments by Darwin Nunes. But that's it. Otherwise, Newcastle have been very, very solid at home and this is a very difficult place to go for an Arsenal team who I don't think have been as who I don't think have been as good as their record suggests. They struggled away to Chelsea and were lucky to come back from two goals down. They struggled at home to Tottenham. They were lucky to beat Manchester United and here they come up against another Champions League contender in Newcastle. On paper, Arsenal are in excellent form. They go into this unbeaten in 11 matches and they have scored 28 times during that spell. They have also scored at least twice in four of the last five league games. And they meet a Newcastle side who have had defensive issues as of late, although not against Manchester United. But they did have issues against West Ham and Wolves, Wolves last weekend. So I do think that Arsenal can make a contribution to this game. I do think Arsenal are good for a couple of goals. I like Arsenal's team total here, in fact, of uh, over 1.5 goals, which is priced up at 13 to 10. But... 
that still doesn't mean that they are going to win the game. That still doesn't protect them from a Desmond, a 2-2 scoreline, which was the result against Tottenham. And it was the result against Chelsea. And it wouldn't surprise me to see another one here. So I'm willing to take the Arsenal team total, but I'm not willing to go any further and to be even safer Instead of that, I'm going to just take over two and a half goals in this game. The over-under is at 10 to 11 for the over and 10 to 11 for the under at two and a half. And I think I would significantly lean towards the over. There's strong data to suggest that Arsenal will get their couple of goals in this game. But Newcastle themselves are also capable of penetrating this Arsenal team on multiple occasions, given the fact that Chelsea and Tottenham have done so. And the fact that Manchester United were robbed of a victory earlier on at the se- earlier on this season at the Emirates. Newcastle have drawn 2-2 in two of their last five games, while Arsenal have drawn just three times across their 11-game unbeaten run. But all of those draws finished 2-2. Both sides have attacking threat. And I think we could definitely see an attacking and high-scoring contest in this game with at least three goals scored. I see it being either a 2-1 win for either side or another 2-2, which is Arsenal's favourite scoreline to draw by. I've mentioned it a lot. The Desmond is actually available at 14-1 to individually here for this game. But we just need the over. We just need three goals to be scored. And we take that here at the price of 10 to 11 Minus 110 here for this one. Before we move on to Sunday's games, let me take another pause here to tell you guys about Hall of Fame bets. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Jumping across to Sunday, we begin with the game between Nottingham Forest and Aston Villa, where Aston Villa are the 10 to 11 favourites to win here at Forest. It's 11 to 4 on the draw, and it's 16 to 5 here on Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest got their best results last season at home. This was a difficult place to go to, but at the moment, Aston Villa are absolutely flying and look like legitimate Champions League contenders, something that I did tip up at the start of the season. I was very high on this team, finishing or at least challenging for the top six, and I had them as the clear favourites to win the Europa Conference League. They did a lot of good business in the summer and they finished the season very, very strong, particularly at home where they're currently riding a streak of 12 straight wins in the EPL dating back to last season. Their away form's not as good, but Nottingham Forest have been unable to replicate their home form, which was a huge contributor towards them staying in the Premier League last season. I think they could be vulnerable against a red-hot Villa side who are showing all the signs of being a force this season. They come into this having won seven of their last nine Premier League matches, whilst Forrest 
have won just one of their last nine Premier League matches. Nine of uh, nine of Villa's last 11 matches have featured at least three goals. And I don't see any reason to get off that train. I do think this will be a game that sees over two and a half goals cash once again, with Aston Villa doing most of the scoring. Over two and a half goals for this game is available at seven to ten. That's actually going to be my main selection here for this game. But I do think Aston Villa will be scoring enough goals to win this game. And I also like them here on the money line at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110. Moving on to your final game for Sunday, it's Liverpool travelling to Luton, where Liverpool are the overwhelming favourites at 1 to 4 minus 400. It's 11 to 2 on the draw, and it's 12 to 1 here on Luton. Anything can happen in football. We just saw Bayern Munich knocked out by a third tier team in the cup who are 40 to 1 underdogs. So they were a bigger price than Luton are here for this game. But that doesn't mean I can make any case here for Luton. I think this will be a routine victory here for Liverpool, who are looking at the moment like genuine contenders for the Premier League. My selection here for this game is to take Liverpool to win and to tack on under four and a half goals. Now, this is a popular selection on this show, but we haven't used it so far on this episode, which is rare given that we are eight games in. This is the eighth game. We've only got one to go and this is the first time it's popped up. So it's almost like we had to shoehorn it in as uh, the show would be missing something if it wasn't here. Well, it gets used here for this game as I think this will be a game that Liverpool win with a clean sheet whilst never getting close to scoring four or five goals. I think Luton will sit in and try to contain Liverpool, but Liverpool are too good for that and once they get the breakthrough, it will be a routine victory against a Luton side who have lost seven of their opening 10 Premier League games and also failed to score in their last home game against Tottenham despite the fact that Tottenham had 10 men. Liverpool have been involved in high scoring games but lately their victories have been a little bit more routine. Liverpool won five of their last six fixtures and they've managed to keep clean sheets in three of those five victories. I'm going to go for Liverpool and the under four and a half goals. I'm not worried about the fact that Luton have one of the worst defensive records in the division, conceding an average of two goals per game, because in order to lose this, Liverpool would need to score five if they're accompanied with a clean sheet. If they concede, Liverpool would need to score four. So I'm happy with the 3-1, the 4-0, the 3-0, the 2-0, the 1-0, all the score lines that we get on side here with this selection. And we'll take Liverpool and the under four and a half goals at the price of even money plus 100. We close out with what is arguably the game of the weekend. We made the argue for, argument for Newcastle versus Arsenal earlier and said maybe that edged it on paper because they are Champions League teams and neither of these two teams are even playing in Europe. But Tottenham are top of the league. This is a huge rivalry. And let's not forget... This is Mauricio Pochettino returning to Tottenham. He returns to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium as the manager of Chelsea. The response to Poch is going to be very, very interesting here. But ultimately, this is a game that Tottenham will want to desperately win in order to remain top of the Premier League as Ange Ball meets Poch. On Monday night, Tottenham are the six to five favourites to win the game. It's 13 to five on the draw. 
and it's nine to four here on Chelsea. This is a potential banana skin here for Tottenham as Chelsea will be very, very motivated to win this game. But I just think at the moment, Tottenham have managed to overcome all of the obstacles. We said that the North London derby was going to be a very difficult game for them. That would be a huge test. We said Liverpool coming to Tottenham would be a huge test. Earlier on in the season, we said Man United coming to Tottenham would be a huge test. And they've passed every obstacle. I'm not going to fade him here against a goal-shy Chelsea who have been very, very inconsistent. And my selection is simply going to be to take Tottenham on the money line at that price of 65 plus 120. Spurs are unbeaten in the Premier League this season and have won their last four straight games in all competitions. Tottenham claimed four points against Chelsea last season and they concede him off again after Chelsea come into this one off the back of a lacklustre display display against Brentford. Chelsea have four defeats in 10 Premier League games already so far this season. Whilst Tottenham are obviously top of the table, unbeaten and flying under Ange Postacoglu. I don't want to get off the Tottenham train yet. I think this is a very winnable game and it'll be a disappointing night for Pochettino. My selection here is going to be to take Tottenham on the money line to get it done on Monday night and stay top of the table at a price of 6 to 5 plus 120. Closing out with your lock here for the show. Quick mention for last week's lock, the asshole parlay. That was a bit of a running joke between me and my guys over at lockbetting.com. Um, I said to the guys when I put my first asshole parlay out, don't do these. Don't regularly do these. This is a good way to lose money. And the only reason I'm doing it is because I am 100% certain that every leg on this parlay will win. And we did. We won our first arsehole parlay. Then we played another one in the Europa League. That was another winner. Again, I gave the same speech. Don't do these, but I'm relatively certain that these three selections will win in the Europa League. And they did. And then I ended up playing an arsehole parlay as the lock. So three short selections and they came through very easily. In fact, they came through with an aggregate scoreline of 11-1. It was zero sweat whatsoever. So a very, very poor example. Three very, very poor examples from me as to why you don't take three favourites from a card, be it NFL, NBA, tennis, soccer, and put them together and take those short favourites in a parlay and win money. I was trying to make the point that you would lose money if you do that all the time, but I did it successfully three times in five days. So you could forgive me for giving out another arsehole parlay on this show, but I'm not going to. The options are there. Liverpool on the money line, Man City on the money line, and perhaps taking over one and a half goals in a game between Forest and Aston Villa, or over one and a half goals in another game, or maybe under four and a half or under three and a half goals in a more low scoring game but no we're not doing it we're getting away from that we're getting back to just taking one selection and we're going to take Liverpool with the under four and a half goals tacked on now this didn't feature very prominently on the show this selection of a team winning with under four and a half goals it's usually a more common selection but we're making up for it here by having it as the lock on the show so the one time we took it we're going to make it the lock on the show 
There's absolutely no way that Luton should be beating Liverpool. Liverpool are genuine contenders for the Premier League this season. Luton are genuine relegation contenders. They've lost seven of the last 10 games. And the last game they lost against Tottenham at home. Tottenham were able to keep a clean sheet. Liverpool have been defensively better. They've won five of the last six, but have kept clean sheets in three of those wins. And... Not one single game, as entertaining as they've been, not one single game featuring Liverpool has gone over over four and a half goals so far this season. So I think the under four and a half goals is a very sensible tag on. So we are going to go for Liverpool and under four and a half goals here at the price of even money plus 100. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.